0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated.
1: Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. This is your boy, Finn Foster and Adler. What's up, bro?
0: hello how you doing how you doing how you doing man
1: i'm doing pretty good brother i'm out here back at home chilling out just getting ready to record a brand new episode for our podcast as we're closing out season seven it's crazy it's crazy to think we've got another 13 weeks another season by
0: yeah I, I i love the fact that um that we we've actually reached this point you know it's, it's it's one of those things like you know people always talk about you know going after something but you know, to develop the habit, the consistency to just continuously produce and to put something out there. I think that's key. That, that's something that like, you know, obviously everybody each your own, you know, we, you know, if you have a goal and uh, and whatnot, you can chase after it or do whatever you want with it. But um, over here at the Best You Nation, we try to lead by example, and we're hoping that not only that you can see us and then maybe, you know, grab a, a word or two from us and like maybe it might impact your life in a positive manner, but we can also be an example. Um, so I, I I love it because this podcast has kind of helped me like stay accountable on a lot of things. You know, um, I think one of the struggles I had before was like the instant gratification versus the long term gratification. You know, whenever you look at the when you you look at either one of those, you're trading in what you want now for you know what you wanted most, and it's just lack of self control if you really think about it. So That's I, exactly what it is. That's exactly yeah. what it is.
1: It's I, and I agree with you, man. Like I feel like, uh, for me personally, I am, and you've called me to tinker a lot. I like to do a lot of different things, change up things, and I think one thing that I will say, looking back and evaluating myself and doing some self reflection, this yeah. past year, this is this last year and a half that we've been doing this. I think this has been the most, con- one of the most consistent things. I wouldn't say the only thing, but the most consistent thing uh, that has honestly been and actually a game changer for myself. Yeah. Um, you know, even with the struggles at times, sometimes we're, we're get a little ahead of ourselves because we want to set we set these massive goals and we want to reach those goals. And it's important that sometimes we slow down because I know where we want to go. Yeah. I know exactly where we want to end up. We have a goal for five years from now. And, you know, yeah. I think uh, developing a, a habit of, like you said, self-control, self-discipline, and really getting into a concept of patience and being able to evaluate what you have going on right now that dash in between you realize that once you get to the end you can look back and say damn this is how far i've come along like it's crazy and that this is this is our this is our project this is our this is our brand we're developing something and and, and if we did this overnight it probably would not even be anywhere close to how phenomenal we have gotten right at this very moment. So developing that slowdown, developing a, a mindset of patience on on the outlook for life, that, that's really to me what I'm getting from closing out season seven and going into season eight. Like that's mind blowing, mind blowing to me personally.
0: No, of course, um, you know, it's been a journey so far, but and the most important part is, you know, we can recognize where we're, where we're headed um where we've come from and you know where we didn't get this far only to come this far this is going to be so much more you know like i said guys um you know uh we've got the coffee coming out um very soon we have some um shirts and stuff and we're going to be trying just a, a handful of new um things um but that's just kind of us a breakdown just like right before we get started with today's episode we kind of want to just give you just a heads up like we've got a lot of more growing to do. And that's a God honest truth. And yeah. we hope that you stick with us and you grow with us um, as well. So um, that's another point. that I want to say, man,
1: it is beautiful that we have developed such a, I want to say we we've developed such a diversified group of people that are following with us. Like that, to me, I feel like it is, Something that, and I don't know for you, but it, for me, it just kind of secures that what we're doing is working. What we're, you know, we're, we're simply trying to use the unusual and the authentic ways that we've learned growing up from our families and also from our own personal experiences. And now taking that and really navigating and helping people navigate through life. Because being the best version of yourself, it's not an overnight thing. You know, that's, that's, that's really what it boils down to. Like you cannot force a butterfly out of its cocoon or else it will never fly. And if you force this podcast to be this franchise overnight, it's going to fail. It's not going to be a thriving podcast. It's not going to have a thriving coffee line. It's not going to have a thriving 24 hours in a day franchise that you run. Like these things will not thrive if you rush stuff. I, my dad used to say, if you half do things, you're going to get half done results. So I would rather spend the time slowing down, being more patient, taking time to evaluate the situation and go, you know what? In order for us to grow, sometimes it's best to just stay in the slow zone so that you really can say,
0: okay, I can critique this. We can fix this. Yeah. So imagine if we didn't do that, man. That's insane. And that's 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 the key thing, you know, and that's kind of like what we touched on like last week, you know. Um the the topic was hurry up and wait. And you know, the concept was just you know we always try to rush to get to the destination, not realizing that it's the journey that makes the trip worthwhile. You know, so that's right. You have to be able to um, you know, go with the process, trust the process, you know, go with those moments of uncertainties, doubts, and um, just kind of sit, sit back and relax and enjoy it. Because once you finally reach to that, <clears throat> that end product, that final goal is going to be super, super rewarding. And um, we kind of wanted to kind of go into um, the part two of um, hurry up and wait. And um, we kind of, we introduced it, we, we gave a, a brief breakdown of everything that uh uh everything that entails with like this this society um but i kind of wanted to dive a little bit deeper um this week just maybe get get some more specifics um and i i'd like i'd I'd like to let you go first just to um kind of get like your insight on sure you know i'll I'll let you take the mic take the mic and then you can kind of go from there no, nah, man, I love this. I love this is probably honestly, I love when we sit down and we talk. I'm going to be honest. It is one
1: of the hardest things to do when you're not in the same room with one of your best buddies who is with you on this journey, right? So Zoom has been a challenge. It's been an adjustment. But I do love when we have these topics because we can, I feel your energy. I know you're working crazy hard hours. You're almost done. You're going to be back home soon. And uh, we'll be able to start season eight in that, in that mindset, at, an, at that mindset that we're looking for. But let's jump into it. Let's talk about it. So we're talking about a question that we kind of talked off, Aaron. You know, last week, we talked about this fast pace, speed in New York and how we relate it to today and things are going on in our lives and people's lives. But I kind of want to go on the polar opposite side and talk about the slowdown. And people think that slowing down is actually a bad thing, but we're in a fast paced world. How do we adapt to the fast paced world? How can we still reach the goals? How can we manage our time? How can we optimize every opportunity that we get? And so one of the biggest things for me, and I I will say this is probably one of the top five struggles that every single human being experiences. I don't care what level of life you're on, what level of success you have, where you may be today, man or woman, struggling point that is qualified in the top five would be a lack of patience. We lack patience in a lot of things, whether it's in our jobs, whether it's in our relationships, whether it's in our decision-making, we lack patience. And because of that, we don't have the most optimal outlook on life sometimes. We we think we do, but we don't. And <clears throat> If you let me for just a second, if you don't mind me giving you like the dictionary definition for patients, and that's really, it's the uh, capacity to accept or to tolerate delay. Uh, Sometimes things are going to take time. Delaying is not necessarily a bad thing. And we allow it to be because we are either taught that or we're used to something not being slowed down. We're used to quick go now this, that instant gratification. I talked about that on Instagram this morning, actually. So patients... Is something that you practice. It's not something you can perfect or that is going to be a perfection. It's a constant practice. Just like you and I are both doing 75 hard at different times. Obviously I started a little later, but I will tell you eight, nine days in, I feel better. But you're not gonna build muscle. And you knowing this, you don't build muscle overnight. You can't just say like, I'm gonna work out for four hours today and look in the mirror tomorrow and be like, hey." I am looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger now, and boom, it doesn't work that way. You gotta give yourself time. And so slowing down and developing a mindset of patience, which we'll get into a little bit later as we're going through this, I just wanted to set the stage.
0: I I think like when you say in the mindset of patience, right, Um, let me ask you a question. Uh, this is just something that like, I don't know if we touched on it last week. I I feel like I I was trying to get there, but we just didn't get uh, enough time. Patience. People have, which I I think you would agree, a lot of people um, have a generic source of anxiety. Sure, I agree. A generic source of anxiety, and usually that anxiety, you know, forces us to not be patient, forces us to rush through things, right? Mm -hmm. If you kind of scratch a little bit below the surface, that that anxiety is deep-rooted or stemmed from issues, unresolved issues that we don't want to face. So by us not facing them, it causes anxiety. By us getting that anxiety, we try to be impatient and rush through life. And we try to rush through life because it distracts us from the ultimate problem. So right being patient and hurrying up and wait waiting right you know developing that patience i think to some extent you have to be able to tackle um that deep underlying like reason that root for the cause of the anxiety and if you're able to confront that i think that's where the patience develops i don't know if you agree or not i agree
1: actually i have an example that you probably will be very familiar with and that's the stock market and I actually developed like this just for fun. If patients had a, t- uh, a ticket or a ticker number, as a ticket, the ticker, the ticker, ticker symbol, it would be PTC for patients, right? If patients had a ticker symbol, it would be PTC. And if patients is a stock, if patients is like a stock, see what? why do we get into the stock market, right? It's a risk, right? Getting in and you put your money in. And you know this much more than I do. You're much more familiar and a lot more seasoned than I am. But that's not because well, I, I choose, I'm going to give you, actually, I'm going to be honest here. I am the, the opposite of you as far as patience. I am an example of the anxiety and I'm going to be honest because this is about being the best you. When I get back into this with the cryptocurrency, it's going to be a lot more strategic because I learned my lesson. And I'm going to share this with you openly because you and I both are, you know, we want to be successful. We already are successful because that's what we manifest. We speak then into existence. Yeah. So, the stock market, the end goal, end result, the end formula, the secret to it all is long haul, long haul, meaning that you're not in for six months, but you're in for six years. And so, yes, it always is amazing when you see $150 invested in terms of 200, but then the stock market drops. Now you're back down 50, it freaks everybody out. I was that guy that freaked out. I pulled out because of, I allowed what, between my ears to dominate the situation, allowed my emotions to get involved. I got anxious, said, oh, I can't do this. I pulled out and boom. Now I look back and I'm like, dang, why did I do that? But it's because I'm also a first time stock, stock investor, number one, and number two, I didn't slow down enough to go, it's gonna be okay. This stock, these stocks that I have are going to eventually develop because it's a long haul, not a short-term game. So what that means is, and, and, and feel free, take the mic for me, man, because I feel like this is something that you tap into a lot more and relate to a lot more strategically and a lot more on an elite level than I do. I'm just bringing up this as an example because it's something that I thought about. Patience is, sorry, patience is, um, is like a stock. Go for it. Take the mic from me.
0: Well, so, and uh, so, like the first thing is, I am not an expert at it at all. Like I'm still learning. Like I've only realistically been um, actively trading now for like the last year, and I'm I'm still trying to understand the nuances and the flows of the um, stock market. But the one thing that um because you, you, you like if you scratch the surface, right? And this is the understanding that I'm uh, I'm getting. I I don't know yet. I haven't been on the other side of it yet, but I'm just understanding that it takes it takes patience, right? And nine times out of ten, new investors will um, freak out. They'll have FOMO. They'll you know they'll spread themselves too thin, or whatever the case may be. It's more so about co- going in with the game plan and sticking to that game plan, regardless of how bad, you know, things get. So if the market is red, if everything tanks, it's sticking with your guns, knowing that, all right, the, 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 the things that I've been like put my money in, it's not something that's going to be um, gone tomorrow. It's going to be something that is of substance and that they can last for 20 years, 30 years, you know, Absolutely. so um like, I, I think that, uh, because I'm, I'm taking classes too, and I'm, I'm still learning. So one of the things that um, I've learned um, is to find two things that you're, you're strong at, right, two things that you're strong at. And um, once you figure those two things, do not deviate from that, that plan, right? So uh, one, the first thing that I, I, I believe that I'm, I'm really talented in is endurance. Like I have the ability to the ability to physically endure just about anything. Right. So I've lifted with um, novices, beginners, I've lifted with experts who are champions uh, who like not Olympians, but um, who've got like gone into competitions, who've won competitions and who have done uh, excellent. So I'm not I'm never going to be the strongest guy. And that's okay with me. That's never really been my goal. The one thing that I've always wanted, like I've always desired more than anything is to always be competitive. So you know, be competitive and be able to last. You know, there, there was this one, um, one guy, um, uh, he does, he runs a program called Heist. He's on Instagram. If you guys get, ever get a chance to check him out, really inspirational. Heist stands for um, like, it's like, it, I don't remember like the full acronym. But it's basically helping uplift everyone else around you. Like that's like that. That's the acronym that he came up with, and he just uh, competed in something in Orlando and he just won um, an award or whatever. So one time him and I are working out and he's like, "Bro, let's you know collaborate. Let's you know do a workout together." And so we're doing chest, and so like, you know, up until this point, like I'm just I just I do cardio, I lift weights, I do cardio, I lift weights. And the way I, I, I lift is like, I, everything is hit. It's like one thing to another thing. And there's not really much of a, a break in between. So even though I'm not used to his routine, I'm still doing pretty well. And he's like, yo, you actually kept up pretty well all things considering like you're smaller than me. Like, cause I, I am like, let's, let's face it, I am smaller than him. But like the, the guy is like, he's he's huge, huge, um, huge arms, huge chest, whatever, and I've been able to keep up with him. So the one thing I do know that I can transfer in my life is the endurance, the endurance component. So, like, I may not be the smartest, I may not be the most t- uh, foundationally sound person, but I will outlast just about anyone. If you give me enough time, like, I will give you, I, I will outlast. I'll stick, I'll stick with it because I will not deviate from the the plan. If this was the plan, we was sticking with it. That's 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 kind of like final. Um, yeah. That's kind of like my, I, I guess, part of my genetic makeup. And then the second thing, um, the second thing that uh, I I, I'd say I'm really skilled at is taking risk. You know, yeah. Realizing that you know sometimes you're gonna win and sometimes you're gonna lose. You know, Michael Jordan shot nine hundred and like thirty some odd shots um, where his team was just like, "Hey, we need you to make the go-ahead basket. You need you need to take us to the promised land." He shot nine hundred something, and he only made like 134, 100, 100, uh, like 134, something like that. But we deem him the most clutch player in, in history. And the reason why we deem him that is because people don't remember the misses. They remember you for the makes. So even if you don't make more times than you miss, you know, they're gonna remember for the ones that you do make. Steve Jobs, you know, how many times he he tried to get Apple, uh, um, in, as a company as a startup, and he was unsuccessful, and he had three other different companies before it actually you know worked out. Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he had you know two different um, social media platforms before Facebook actually worked out. So the the more of the story is people remember the makes, and so you know as far as um. You know, for me when it comes to stocks and stuff like that I know it's it's you know you're working on it you're going to um, establish it it's the endurance and you know taking risk and understanding that you know if I miss I miss and you know we, the only thing you can do is just learn from it and you know keep moving forward exactly and no and
1: but you know what though man and to bring that back into and tying it back to kind of what we're talking about today like it's this whole concept of sometimes you know we have to take those steps back, right? You have to have the misses so that you can have the mix because when you're practicing, you know, I I can be honest right now. I don't, um, if you put me on a court, you probably won't want me on your team. And that's not because I, well, I shouldn't speak low of myself like that. What I should say is, is I'm not as good at basketball that I am at soccer. I will take pride in playing soccer. I will take pride in playing football, but basketball, you know, but I can't play the sport very well. Not that I don't, I just don't put myself out there. I just don't try hard enough, right? But no, I guess it's because- playing into your strengths. It, well, it's, it's yeah, no, it, it's we're definitely- That's it, yeah. But it's practicing, right? Practicing, so Michael Jordan practiced and practiced. A lot of these new guys too, they practice, they practice, they practice. Why do these people practice? Why do we practice anyways, right? And so it's because if you put the word practice in front of whatever it is you do, practice swimming, practice football, practice gymnastics, practice basketball, practice podcasting, practice speaking, practice whatever it is that you're practicing, you will see that you will be a lot more successful and a lot more happier with life. And so kind of talking about what we're, you know, discussing today, I'm realizing that the more that you practice being patient, the more that you will find that you will lead yourself a much more successful and happier life. And, and because of those things, Patience isn't just, it's a substance of three different things that I personally believe. And I'm going to share these three with you. And these are decision-making, which includes being able to create a breathing space for yourself. I think we lack that sometimes when you're, when you're making a decision, when you're going to make a decision, whether it is an easy one or a hard one, I think having a breathing space is ideal for making the right decision. See, a decision is going to either grow you, it's going to build you, or it's going to demolish or deteriorate you. So, making a decision to buy a car with an interest rate of 17%, which, by the way, guys, I, I actually had it happen to me when I was about 18 years old. I didn't understand how interest worked, but I also didn't educate myself, so I wouldn't. I didn't understand. I just compared it to credit card interest. So, while I, it is a great move to get a car, essentially. I also didn't make the best decision financially by going with an APR of 17%. Obviously I learned and did not do that mistake again. So here I am realizing sometimes taking that time to step back into practice patients. And so it gives you the opportunity to have a breathing space. It also, when you have real quick, I'm sorry, it gives you a better place of comfort and security when you do face a difficult situation, when you are able to breathe and when you're able to be patient, because imagine if we weren't patient. You just, every time you saw something, you weren't really thinking about it. You just said, oh, I'm gonna buy the house. When you could have probably thought it out, say, well, is this a good decision for myself? Is this good or bad? And so I think a lot of times with anything we put in our way, we have to be able to come back to the basics, which is, practicing patience.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and uh, well and so like and this is kind of like why I kind of touched up on the stock markets about like identifying those two strengths. You know, you got to be able to identify like your your um the, the the things that you're good at. And once you've identified those things, I think that like life slows down because it's just like all right, no matter how bad things get, no matter how toxic, no matter how crazy, no matter you know what happens I know that these are the two things that I I am very skilled or gifted at, and I will not deviate from those. And like I, I think, uh, uh, you know, I kind of brought it up last week. There's the five things that um, the five things that I, I the last at least the last three months or so I've been trying to to work on to like, um, you know, get my get myself just like in a better mental spot. One of them is being active, and you know, it, it can be from going to going on a walk. You know, going on uh, kayaking—it doesn't necessarily have to be the gym twenty-four-seven. Because at the end of the day, not everybody likes going to the gym twenty-four-seven. So, you know, maybe going on a hike. You know, go, you know, go swimming. You know, whatever, whatever it is that you're just passionate about, just something to just keep yourself active. And then, um, most importantly, is remembering that the physical aspect is super important, but that that spiritual aspect is also—it's very key because you know you can train the body. But the mind has to follow, so you have to be able to, you know, get the mind and spirit like on the same page, which is why, um, you know, spend more time meditating, more time praying, um, and just to get um, emotionally and spiritually like in in one spot. Um, and um, as far as like you know, mentally, it's either exposing myself to information, like either reading or um, something like a podcast or something educational, something that's like food for the soul, uh, food for the mind, because. You know, we live in crazy trying times. I work as a nurse, you work in the medical field as EMT, and we're stressed, you know, we're stressed. And if you don't have a way of controlling the way you process information, then you're not gonna last long. That's the way longevity comes from. Longevity comes from being able to process the information in a healthy manner, a healthy way, so that way you can continue doing what you need to do. Um, Which is why I think that like, you know, like again, like I'm using Titans, um, like LeBron James or, or Tom Brady, these guys are so successful not just because they're they're gifted in the sport, but because the mindset that they they approach their respective fields, they, they, they go with it with, with all intensity and and make sure that they are in one uh, sound mental place before they uh, attempt anything. And you know the last two things on my my top five things is you know, give a, offer up a compliment to somebody, even whether it be in passing somebody you know, somebody random, it doesn't matter, just give a compliment. Whether you're at the grocery store, at work, you know um, at, with your roommate, it doesn't matter. Offer up a compliment to somebody, because you know what, that compliment could be the only nice thing that that person hears for that day, because none of us know what the other person's going through. None of us know what the other person's feeling emotionally, and if 2020 has highlighted one thing, or maybe not even 2020, at this point we're just going to call it the pandemic. The pandemic has highlighted one thing: because of we we're isolated most of the time. When you when you do get diagnosed with COVID, it is essential. It is absolutely imperative for you to find a way to, um, you know, to reach out to somebody because you don't know how like that that isolation what it does to them mentally. And so it's it's super key to. Um, you know, compliment and to uh, give kind, offer kind words. And that fifth thing is, which I kind of touched on just now is to um, offer or reach out to somebody and just to see how they're doing. Because everyone says they're okay until they're not, you know, like Robin Williams is one of one of my favorite actors of like all time, like he's the genie. You know, he is the genie from Aladdin. That's that's who I identify as a genie. Will Smith, he did a great job, but he is the genie. And to, to see that this guy, was multifaceted talented. He could make anybody laugh. He was the um, the king when it comes to you know just going off riff and just saying just random stuff just to make people laugh. And he committed suicide because he was so depressed. And oftentimes the people that you see or view as the strongest, sometimes those are the ones that actually need you. So I think it's super key and super important for you to reach out to a loved one a friend that you haven't spoken to in a long time, whether it's somebody you had a fallen out with, it doesn't matter who you reach out to, but just please reach out to somebody. You know, you know this, the pandemic has really just highlighted that we as human beings, no matter how tough we want to act and put on this exterior, we need people and there's no way around it. There's no other way around it. That's it. it, that's it. Sure. It's that's in that,
1: that is absolutely something that I have, like you said, you know, we're highlighting the pandemic and obviously it's been an ongoing thing. And, you know, it's one of those things that you, you have to to look at and can we, we ask this question a lot, like, are we able to, how can we find the best way to push through something? Right. And for me personally, through the pandemic, I have learned a lot about just, Take Not taking things for granted, because I think at the end of the day, you know, being in the field that we are both in, we've seen a lot more than we should or that we, we planned on um, as far as death. Very sick people, you know, seeing patients the age of my parents and flipping them in in an emergency room, not even on an inpatient yeah. unit. Exactly. So, no. being, so it, it's, it's very, uh, very different. And you know, one of the things that I've learned too, and this is just me personally, is finding that balance in life. Uh, If you don't have a well-balanced life, you're going to, no matter what you approach, it's always going to make it, you're going to be struggling a little more than you probably planned. Um, And part of that, like I think I mentioned it a little bit ago, is self-awareness, that self-reflection. I think it's really important that we do that, especially now that we are, you know, mental health is on a rise. We talk about mental health a lot this season because I think that naturally there's a lot of need for it, a lot of highlighting and a lot of identification for it because people are isolated people who do get sick they have to be in isolation um seeing family members go to the hospital not be able to come back to the room with them it's like you really start to see that there is this dis- it's it's very very um how would you say this the the rope between people sometimes are is diminished but one of the things that i want to bring up real quick and that is this, something that i can- kind of, I don't know, it, it's, it, it's what helps me understand the whole concept, the whole idea that we're talking about today about this slowing down, being more patient, so that you have a more optimal outlook for life. And one of the things, I guess, is I will choose one of my key points that I have, you know, have lived by, and that is to practice something, which I've already said before, but it's the importance of practicing versus perfecting. See, medicine is not, is not perfected. It's practice. We practice medicine. As a nurse, you practice medicine. As a doctor, you practice medicine. It's because there's an, always an ongoing opportunity for growth and new ways to do things. And so, you know, I relate that to what we're doing here with our podcast. I relate that to with my own personal growth as a, as a man, you know, in my own personal relationship with my girlfriend, you know, my relationship with the Lord, the relationship that I have with um, my parents, the relationship with everybody you know, it's practicing being kinder to people, practicing being patient with people, practicing having more fundamental relationships, practicing to be more consistent. Practicing is something you do because it's something that you're always constantly working at, Um, which I actually have a question for you. uh, And this is just me. I want, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You know, we're talking about practicing. Um, I guess my question for you is how are you uh, how are you and your long-term thoughts and, and your plans that you've you've been putting aside whether it's during this season or for the long term how have you allowed them to help you develop a better outlook on your life like what have you been doing What what is your thought processes what are your plans that you've put on paper which you've showed me many times vision boards and notes how have they helped you develop a better outlook for your life
0: so um the one thing that I, I I'm uh, I, I kind of want to answer this question by starting off with the quote. The quote says, "A man who lacks purpose distracts himself with pleasure," and I'm not sure if you know. I'm not sure if that everybody understood that, but I'll say it again because it, for the people in the back, I need you to understand that a man who lacks purpose distracts himself with pleasure. We just touched on oftentimes people sacrifice what they want long term for what they want right now. And that's something that people are constantly making that sacrifice. So in the spirit of patience, in the spirit of, you know, I, I think that in order to develop that patience, one, like obviously you have to like, this is just my own perspective. You find identify those things that you do well, stick with those things because no matter how crazy life goes, you that's the one constant, you cannot deviate from that. And as long as you don't deviate from that, then you, you're good. As far as like making having your goals and um, going through the process and understanding that is it's going to take time, it's going to be a journey, accepting the challenge of um, you know of of achieving that goal. um, I I think that um, you have to be clear and precise with like what you want, because if you don't want it bad enough, then the mindset in which you you decided to create that goal. That motivation will diminish over time so there's going to be a point in time where you're just tired and you're just like i don't feel like doing it but that that drive that that mindset it's still there and if you attach it um or not attach but if you develop that very early on then that allows you to stick with things a lot longer than most people in your surroundings because you attach that mindset like you know, I think you, you touched on earlier about like the whole stock market thing. The stock market thing is gonna be one of my ways of retiring. Like, you know, and I plan on doing it and like, I don't go into elaborate details, but um, I plan on doing that like, you know, by 35-ish, you know, that's my goal. And, you know, the, the reason why, um, you know, you, you kind of mentioned, you're like, yeah, you're, you're more seasoned. I'm not more seasoned. The only difference is I, I know that it's gonna take time. So I wait, like I'll sit here and I'll wait because I know that like, from the 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 homework, the research, and everything I've done, everything that I can control, I've already done. Yeah. There's nothing else I can do at this point except watch and grow. I can make adjustments if new information presents itself, but I already have my goal, my picture. Everything's already concise. I signed a contract with myself. The only thing I can do now is just wait and grow. You know, you don't see farmers, you know, plant a seed um, uh, out in the 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 garden or in the fields. And then two days later, it be like, man, how come it's not coming up? And then what? It's not coming up. You know what? Let me stick my hand in the ground, pull the seed out. What's wrong with the seed? Oh, it was starting to sprout. I guess I just pulled it too early. Let me put it back in. You keep doing that. It's, <laughs> you keep doing that over and over again. The, that seed's going to die. So you have to learn to that. You have to, I, I think maybe sh- reshape the format. Okay, Maybe that's the, what, what I'm trying to hint at. You have to reshape the format because the format is, all right, I want this. Uh, let's get it as fast as I can. Reshape the format it was. I want this. I know it's going to be a journey. So. Well, I said something. No, i Huh? I know I'm excited to share something because I.
1: it's funny that this is the second week that I did Instagram Live with no intention to be something to pull from on our podcast episode. But I'll let you finish your thought. I'll share something that I have for you.
0: No, I mean, that's that's pretty much my thought. It's just, you know, understanding that it's a journey. And you know, you can't rush, um, you can't rush it. You you have to be willing to, you know, take your time. Even like through grade school, in order to become a professional, you had to go through grade school, you got to go through middle school, you gotta go through high school. It took time for you to become a professional. Like for you to be an EMT, you had to go through all those things, those all those levels and challenges, and you did them, and then now you're here. And you know, obviously there's so much more that you're planning and intending on accomplishing, but that's that's the main centralized point. Is that we are seeking, we are seeking goals that are higher than ourselves. And there's a whole process that it it takes. We can't rush it. It's gonna go as fast as it's gonna go. And if you're trying to rush it, then my, my question comes down to like, all right, what are you running away from or what are you trying to distract yourself from? Because usually when there's like that under that that anxiety, there's always an underlying root problem. But what, what was your point to you Make? i was trying to. I, I just had a brain
1: fart i'm trying to remember i had said something on instagram today on my live yeah and oh you can't so everybody knows what amazon prime is most people have an amazon prime membership and if you remember amazon used to be uh only like for books so you want to get your books for a little cheaper you go on amazon you'd go to nursing school you wanted a book that you saw the bookstore at school is like 200 but you could get it for 150 cool you'd go to amazon amazon strictly was books at one point and Now we're in a day and age where everything is instant. Right now, right now, right now, right now. And so like you're saying, we've talked a little about this last week and it's just that idea that, you know, you cannot apply an Amazon Prime membership to everything in life. Just because you have a Prime membership at Amazon doesn't mean that same process is gonna work at a restaurant or with your education. You mentioned it, I'm in school right now. I'm actively being. I'm active, Actively going to school to educate myself to the most elite level that I can, and that is the next step, which is nursing. That to me is the most elite right now. Yeah. Hey, who knows? I might go to become a nurse practitioner. Who knows? I might become a PA. That's yeah. not into it right now. Right now, I'm focused on getting to the next level, which is becoming a nurse, which is already taking time. I'm right now at this place where if I could apply a prime membership to school, think about it you apply that prime membership to nursing school. And now you go out in the field and work as a nurse, knowing that if I got nursing in a month or nursing in two weeks, I would not be well-prepared or be able to be confident in my works because I wasn't allowing myself to be that farmer with that seed. Because the minute that you pull that seed out of the ground, like you said, it's only grown that much the tomato that's okay <laughs> what i'm trying to say is that seed a tomato seed is planted and it grows that much yeah you might have a little seedling but you're not going to grow anything from it and so i guess that's what i'm trying to get at with even this process i'm going through with school right now if i don't understand how the respiratory system the endocrine system the cardiac the cardiac aspect of our body how it works i won't understand what comes like why why you medicate for certain things here why you follow this procedure right and every walk in life you wouldn't you wouldn't want someone who doesn't who went through a quick online course to become a pilot to fly a plane from here to germany i wouldn't trust a pilot that took a 30-day course to become a pilot to fly a boeing seven or triple seven across the ocean because you simulated and you did 30 days of training because you think that's going to get you to become a pilot most of these pilots who do that have been doing it for 30 plus years Because they've learned to fly on the small aircraft first from here to San Diego or from here to New York before they could fly from here to Europe or over there to Asia. So I love this concept. I love that we've talked about this today, man, because you know what? I'm one that always is moving. I fit much more in the process of what we talked about last week than I am here. And I'm learning as I've I've gotten older to sit back sometimes, to slow down
0: and uh <laughs> why did i get a thumbs up that's, that's weird you just randomly give you a thumbs up anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right go okay. ahead i'm sorry
1: no i was gonna say it's so random it's so weird but um i have one more final question to add to you i just kind of just as we're closing out things i want to ask you something i think this is a really important question and you may or may not have an answer today or maybe you do i think this is something that we all can think about sometimes and Here's my question for you. What is your outlook on life in five years? Okay. So that's part A. And part B the question is, and what are you doing right now to reach those goals for the outlook in life that you have that you want or that you want to have? So, so the, the first yeah.
0: question is what? Like
1: the... Uh the first question is what is your outlook on life in five years from now?
0: What is your outlook on life in five years from now? if you mean like outlook as in like, you know, does it look positive or something like that, then. Well, yeah. would you like me to rephrase the
1: question a little bit? Maybe like talk yeah. about, Hey, we've said that we want to have a more patient outlook on life, right? We want yeah. to be, when you think about your goals and your dreams, basically what is it you want to do in five years? And you can be specific as you want to be with it. Um, in five years, we should all have goals. I mean, you, yeah. Knowing you, you're a very motivated person. I can only imagine you probably have a whole wall full
0: of goals. I, I have a handful, yes. But yes. And I, I kind of alluded to one of them is, you know, obviously we talked about, you know, stocks and stuff. Um, I'm trying to at least um, I'm trying to be like financially healthy. You know, we talk about physical health, and spiritual health, and I think that the financial aspect is a key pivotal uh, part of it. You know, if like if you think about it, if you really, really, really think about the the root reason of why a lot of people have anxiety and and stuff, is because you know, you know, how am I going to pay for rent? How am I going to cover this? You know, if you can find a way to develop uh, uh, financial freedom, financial um, like literacy, then you alleviate a lot of stress and stress and tension in your own life. So. To me, I think it's vital. I think it's super important um, uh, for for me to get that, and the way that I'm, I, I take small steps every day to remember that this is what I'm seeking after. So whether it be um, developing an aggressive saving plan, um, investing, um, you know, aggressively, you know, these are things that you know I do on a consistent basis, knowing that I may not receive, I may not get that instant gratification, but oh my gosh five, 10 years from now, man, this is going to be sweet. And I I understand that, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to be a process and I have to be willing to wait. And, you know, if, if for some reason it doesn't work out, then that's ultimately wasn't God's plan for me. And I have to be okay with it as well. You know, I can want it as bad as I want, but, you know, that's just, unfortunately, that's not something that he had in store for me. And then I have to just find a way to cope with it. So, um, As far as like, you know, making sure that I stay on task on goal, uh, I just try to do one thing a day to try to, you know, help me get pursue that goal. Like, yeah, I think literally right before I called you, I just put like, you know, $5 into cryptocurrency. So, um, like, literally, I I had put some stuff into cryptocurrency plus um, Coinbase, which, by the way, I am not sponsored by Coinbase, but I just kind of wanted to bring this up. If anybody's ever really, like, interested in getting into cryptocurrency, if you develop a Coinbase uh, uh, profile, they actually have classes that teach you about cryptocurrency, and as you learn, you earn. So you can earn like um, bitcoins. You can learn like different forms of cryptocurrency as you go through the classes. So I put myself through those classes, and I just like you know I earn a little bit here and there, and then you know I put in um, a little bit of money every day. I think I I probably put in like on an average like per day like fifteen to twenty bucks into cryptocurrency every day. Uh, and, it's just something that's a reoccurring thing. It just pulls it from my checking account, and it's just gone. I don't even get—I don't even get a chance to even feel it because it's gone so quick, you know. So um, that's just something I—I I, I definitely um, I do every day, and I do it automatically. I don't even realize that when it's done, you know. So I, I definitely would uh, encourage everybody to, no matter whatever your goal is, just you know take steps, take strides. I know your goal for the 75 hard is to get like a more healthier outlook and you really just got to just do it one day at a time. You know, Cassandra's doing an excellent job of keeping you accountable. Like you, you've been now vegetarian now for what? A now a full. Well, you
1: know, nine two, days. Well, two well,
0: weeks? Ten days. Yeah, it's almost two weeks. And you've been officially doing the vegan, uh, not vegan, vegetarian thing as much as possible. And I, um, have had, I haven't even eaten. I haven't eaten meat and almost two weeks and it's
1: crazy to think that because while I know for myself I've tried vegetarian before and I lasted five days and here I am on day 10 so I've doubled what I've done right yeah. I've doubled and uh I'm enjoying it and see it's because it's one day at a time um well and I,
0: I also feel like you know the person you're with also kind of contributes to it too that-
1: a lot of it and she also and here's you something i told her i said listen if i would have done this vegetarian thing alone which i've tried before i felt like i spent a lot more money trying to figure out what i enjoy versus what i don't and her have her you know as cassandra's already experienced she's been doing this for 20 21 years um you know she's been doing this since she's about two years old so it's not like she knows what's good and what's bad and what's delicious and what's not and so for me if I would have done this, which I did a year ago, last year, at some point, I had no idea. I would just go to the store and grab something vegetarian. And then I would be like hating it because I'm like, this is not good. This is terrible. And, uh, so she's a lot more, and I will say she's a lot more seasoned when it comes down to picking something that's a vegetarian or really spend about 60% of my 10 days. I think so six out of my 10, I've really eaten more vegan than anything. And, uh, I just want to do a shout-out to my brother too. Like it's so weird to to do the shout-out because I would have never thought that this guy would have been eating vegan or sorry, vegetarian. um, to the point where even my parents are starting to add vegetarian meals into their weekly meals. And it's just like, you know, you think about that, and you you get inspired by other people. And you know, I think that's really, and my brother doesn't have a podcast. My brother literally gets up, probably plays a little bit of Minecraft, goes to work. Uh, walks the dogs, sits at home and relaxes, focus, you know, doing some sc- focusing on some schoolwork. And uh, that's he's a simple guy. But it's what we're doing here too. You know, like people always ask us, is this a, is this a hobby? Is this something you guys just do for fun? No, it's not what we do for fun. It's we do it because it is fun and we do it because we want to leave an impact and inspire people to just be themselves, be authentic. Don't try to be somebody you're not. And uh, I'm grateful that we have this mindset, this outlook on our podcast for the long run, because, you know, at the end of the day, this stuff, a lot of times, things like this, when you don't do something, you know, you, you think you're going to be this Instagram or YouTube sensation, or even with us, you know, you're being a podcast sensation, like, A lot of these things fall apart because people go so quick and they don't know how to keep up with it. The wheels are moving faster than the actual car. And so I think at this point now, when we look back on everything we've talked about in season seven, right? Let's just take a quick moment for this. Season seven has been a very different season, I personally think. And I think it's highlighting a lot of authentic, a lot of very vulnerable topics that not only contributing to everything else we've talked about throughout this podcast you know i'm just excited what we are waiting for next and everything we've talked about today the things that we hope that you guys are taking in it's just it's such a wonderful way to close out another season and say that we can check off another checkpoint of our race or of our journey whatever it is that you want to call this and uh I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you, Adler. I'm grateful that we get to get on here. I know, even though you're like a thousand something miles away. Hey there, Adler. I know you're a thousand miles away. It's a song by I think it's the Three White Tees or something like that. It's like the Hey Delilah song. I was trying to I was trying to make my own version. Never mind. Just ignore me. (laughs)
0: But I don't know if it's Three White Tees, but
1: yeah.
0: thought it was with you guys it doesn't matter we'll figure it out yeah but i mean i i get it though um you know this has been um you know it's it's been rewarding it's like this is my way of kind of like giving back to the community so you know you you get a chance to um give back and it's really awesome when you, you have people reach out and say man hey you touched upon a point you know on on the episode last week and i loved it or i hate it you know either way if um the fact that you you took the time to listen to me like you know, I appreciate it. So you took the time to listen, then you took the time to reach out, you said your point and then now I I appreciate it, I love it. So um, 100%, like this has been a rewarding moment. And um, again, we at The Best You Nation, we thank you, we appreciate you. We thank you for allowing us to, you know, have the season that we have had and we plan and continue um, to grow um, as a, um, a duo. And um, we're going to have a lot more in store for you guys. Um, But most importantly, keep an eye out for the coffee. Keep an eye out for the new shirts. And uh, stay classy. Keep being you. We appreciate you. We love you. Have a blessed one. This is season seven. Out.